Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone, to Before the Throne, where we meet the King Prayer Line. And my name is Apostle Joanne Steve Hall. I am the hostess of the line, and tonight I will be bringing forth the word of the Lord. Um, I pray that everyone had a great day. Um, if all hearts and minds could bring it in so we could go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you, God, for this beautiful day that you set before us. I want to thank you, God, for covering us this whole entire day from the moment we woke up to now. I want to thank you, God, for covering us and looking over our families, covering our children, our extended family, media family, the community, and so much more, God. I want to thank you for this day, God, that you kept us, you guide us, lead us, and direct us into all truth and understanding. I want to thank you, God, for your strength, your peace, your love, your understanding, and your compassion. Thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy that is so sufficient. And we love you and we appreciate you, Father. Thank you, Father, for all that you're doing, all that you're going to do all that you started to do, all that's to come. And we just worship and you magnify your name. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come again to your presence, come into your courts, come in with thanksgiving, come into your throne, God. And we thank you for this opportunity in this moment that you allow us to have one more time in your court. Lord, I love you and I appreciate you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ with a heart of repentance. And, Father God, I repent for the sins of omission and commission, knowing and unknowing things that I have done, things that I have said, partake and engage, God, that was not pleasing to your sight, aware and unaware, the transgressions, iniquities, God, that I have sinned against you and you alone, Father. And, Father, Lord, right now, I ask that you search me, oh, God. Search my heart, my mind, my soul, my will, God. Remove anything that would hinder our fellowship, hinder our communion together with you. And I ask you, Lord, to just search me, God. Remove everything that's not like you in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I ask you to forgive me for the things that I have done that have separated me from connecting with you. And I ask you, God, that you just give me another opportunity to be alignment with your will and your will alone in the name of Jesus Christ. And I just thank you, God. I praise you and I magnify you in the name of Jesus. Father God, I come before you tonight. And I ask you, God, I decrease so you may increase. Let it hear all of you and none of me, God. I lay before you, God that you will speak through me. God, speak through me, my heart and my mind open to be receptive to what you want to say to your people. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for a new heart, not any kind of heart, but your heart, God. And I thank you for touching my mind. In the name of Jesus, I bring my mind under submission to your will and your will alone. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, you're welcome, Holy Spirit. You're welcome, 
Holy Spirit, you're welcome. I thank you, God, for what you're getting ready to say. Father, I thank you for these words that you gave me. And now, Father, you move through me. I give you permission and access. This is your vessel, and you have permission and access to move the way you see your fit. And, Father, I give you the glory and honor for touching my lips and touching my ears. It's in the name of the Father, it's in the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. All of you say amen and amen. Good evening, everyone, once again. Thank you all for coming on before the throne where we meet the King prayer line. And once again, my name is Apostle Joanne Steve Hall. I have the privilege and honor tonight to come before you to bring forth the word of encouragement from the word of God. Um, today is February 1st. Praise God. We thank God for another month in the new season. And as we approach this new month, we are celebrating Black History Month and also different things that God is bringing to the nation, the city, the region. And tonight I have the privilege, as I have spent time, asking God what did he want me to share with the body of Christ to encourage. And tonight we are going to go um, there's different scriptures that I will be bringing before you in this topic that the Lord had laid on my heart to share with you guys. So if I had to give a topic to what I'm going to discuss tonight, it's, it's, the topic is the pain that changed into victory. The pain that changed into victory. If I had to give a subtitle, a subject, I should say, my pain has purpose. God does not waste pain. Repeat that again. My pain has purpose. God does not waste pain. Amen. Um, what is pain? It is a physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. Repeat that again. What is pain? It is a physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. That's just one translation um, when you look up the definition of pain. Another one is carefully effort, great care or trouble. Repeat that again. Careful effort, great care or trouble. Now a synonym for pain will be suffering, agony, affliction, torment, discomfort, soreness, ache, aching, hurt, um, stiffness, tenderness, cramping, irritating, sting. Those are some of the things that is a substitute as well for pain, or um, you could say like a reaction or connection of pain. Amen. And um, the next definition I like to share 
with you all before we get ready to go into the scriptures. It's um, endurance. Endurance. Amen. And the definition for endurance is the the facts or power of enduring an unpleasure or difficult process or a situation without giving away. Let me repeat that again. The fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving away. That's one. And then um, another definition is the ability to withstand hardship or adversities. The ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Amen. Um, the synonym for that, or similarity, you could say, tolerance, tolerance, bearing, suffering, um, persistent, staying power, Another one would be patience, and that is for endurance. Amen. Amen. So the first scripture, the first um, definition was pain. The second definition was endurance. Amen. Now we're heading into the word. The first scripture we're going to look at tonight would be. First Peter chapter three verse eighteen. First Peter chapter three verse eighteen. And I'm gonna be reading from the AMP, which is the Amplified Translation, for those that's off for those that's following me. Amen. First Peter chapter three verse eighteen. And I'm coming from the AMP. That's the Amplified. It says, For indeed, Christ died for sin, sins once for all, the just and the just and the righteous for the unjust and the unjust, the unrighteous, I should say, the innocent for the guilty, so that he might bring us to God having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Amen. I'm going to read that again. First Peter chapter 3, Amplified, verse 18. For indeed Christ died for sin once for all, the just and the righteous, for the unjust and the unrighteous, the innocent for the guilty, so that he might, Bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Amen. So through believing in Jesus Christ, God gave the believer eternal life and all the blessings that are included, one of which is, you know, he wipes, he, he, 
he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more, will be no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourn or cry or any pain. That's the first thing that will pass away. So that's a part of pain, the process of life, when we, when we give our life to Christ. Amen. The second scripture we're going to look at tonight is James chapter 1, James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, James chapter 1, verse 2 and 3, and I am coming from the A.M.P. translation, James chapter 1, A.M.P., verse 2, consider it nothing but joy, my brother and sister. Whatever you fall into various trials, be assured that, that the test of your faith through experience produce endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. Repeat that again. James chapter 1, AMP, verses 2 and 3. Consider it nothing but joy my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produce endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. I want to stop there for a second. So as we as people of God going through the process of different trials and tribulations, pain, Endurance, those are, is buffing us to grow more stronger in Christ. Our flesh, which is being crucified, and we're growing stronger in Christ. So the, the, the difficulties, the, 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 the resistance, or the pain that you may feel is your flesh that's dying, but you're waxing stronger in Christ. So when it says that, you know, consider nothing but joy, you, you, have to, you have to change your perception of what you may be going through, um, brother or sister in Christ, at this time coming out or getting ready to go in through. You have to shift your mindset of the pain that is changing into victory. You have to focus on what God is doing in your life at that time. Because it says in verse 3, but ensure that the test of your faith, so you have to have hope through the experience to produce endurance. So you have to have endurance, which it means you have to have a withstand to lead to spiritual maturity because it's a growing. You're growing in the things of God. So whatever it may be, if you experience in finance, if you experience a situation in your family or some type of sickness or difficulty, you have to kind of like shift your mindset to, just to see and believe that what God is doing. Like, I'm going through this, but this is not a permanent situation. This is temporary. God is, is buffing something. God is doing something in me right now. And I have to stay in this place because God knows what's best for me. And Another thing, we don't go through our various trials alone, saints. 
we go in it with the with the Lord. God is always with us. God never leaves us alone. He's with us all the time. Yeah, it may feel like, oh, I'm going through this by myself, but you're not. God is always with us. He said he never left us or forsake us, and he has not. God is not like people. You can count on him. You can bank on him. You know he's going to be there for you no matter what. And he said that he never leave us or forsake us. When you accepted Christ in your life, he became there with you from day one, always. And he never leaves. He's not a bastard father. He's faithful. He's consistent. He is persistent. You could count on him. You can you can rely on him. You can trust him to know that he's going to love you no matter what. He's not going to treat you like your natural parents are. Because we are, as humans, we are fickle individuals. And I have to say that, we are. But you can count on Jesus. You can trust him at his word. You, he will be there for you no matter what. People may turn, situations may get chaotic. When God said it, it's it, you can bank on his word. I know in the natural mind, it's like, how you know that God going to come through just his word? You got to trust him. You got to know that you know that you know, know that God got you. That he said, if he said he ain't going to leave you, he ain't going to leave you. Now, people may say, I got you, and they do change. Because people go off of um, condition, but God is unconditioned. Amen? So when God said it, you can bake on his work. Yes, it may sound crazy in the natural mind, oh, how you know God's going to come through? Because he said it. He's not a man that he shall lie. If he says it, he's there. Now, somebody may say it, and you're looking at the tangible thing, but they will switch because that's people. But if the father say it, that's law. He got you, he got you. You don't got to worry about Jesus changing on you. Because of what he says, it is. So even as you're going through these various trials, it is to perfect the Christ within you. Amen? So the first point that I want to give in the process of the pain that changed into victory my pain has purpose. God does not waste pain. It's to submit to God's word. In order for you to go through the process in pain, you have to submit to the word of God. The only way the word will work, you have to you have to you have to believe it for it to work it for it to work in you. You don't trust it. You can't trust it partial. You got to trust the word completely. Anything, the Bible says in Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith is impossible to please God. You know, um, without faith is impossible to please God. Those that come to him must believe. You don't believe, you can't. You can't. You can't. You have to believe God. You have to have faith. So you have, you have, to, you have to submit to the word. For the word to work in you, you have to submit to it. You have to trust it. You have, to, you have to believe it, and you have to give it time. Because when we, when we give our life to Christ, we're going through a process of sanctification. 
So you have to be sanctified constantly in our minds. We got to continue to be renewed constantly, constantly. That's a daily process. That's every hour. That's every second. That's every minute because we're coming out of our old self into our new self, okay? Like the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, when you give, you become a new creature, old things have to go. So you have to constantly say, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to do this. So we have to submit to God's word. To submit means to yield. We have to yield completely. Order for the word of God to work, you have to yield completely. And I have to pause here for a second because the, the, the Spirit of the Lord is talking. You, you can fake to people, but you can't fake to God. So when you fully give yourself to God, you have to fully Commit, committed, completely committed to God. You can't be one in, one out. It's not going to work. You have to fully invest your mind, your heart, your soul, your will into God for you to see a change in your life. Amen. To submit means to yield, to give away, or to bow. When you submit to God where you operating from and out of it. So meaning you 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 yielding, you you releasing, you surrendering to what God's saying to do. You surrendering to him and have his authority and control in your life. In other words, you do God's word even when you don't feel like it. You obey. Obedience don't require you you know, I always say this, don't require you to like it. You just, you obey. That's what God said. You do what God say, And you trust him. You got to trust him completely for it to work for you. So likewise, pain and suffering are ways that God sets the stage to make sure his supernatural work in our lives. So meaning what I mean by that, meaning that we go through difficult things, but it draws us closer to God in the process where it gives you strength to endure, whatever it is. Maybe, you know, you're going through a difficult time in your life. Maybe, you know, you're having different scenarios coming up. It, it draws you to get closer to God. You know what I mean? He don't waste it. He, he teaches you how to endure it because there's a change he's doing in you. You know, and I, and I pause here, you know, as believers, we don't like to go through. We just wanted a quick fix. You know, I remember when God allowed me to minister, we would hurry up, hurry up, God, get me out of this. No, God, teach me how to grow through it. Grow through it. Now, take me out. Because if you don't learn, the, if you don't learn what you need to learn, you're going to have to go through it again. So, God, teach me what you want me to learn through this process. Why is this pain here? Why do I feel like this? What is it you're trying to teach me? What is it you're trying to buff in me, God? And now how do you how do you go through this process? You have to submit to the word. You need word because you got to remember you're dealing with spiritual things. You can't put natural with spiritual. You have it's spirit to spiritual. Spiritual to spiritual. Natural to natural, I mean, amen. So the first, the next scripture is James 1, 22 
and 25. It said, but we, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continue in it and is not a forgetter, hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. So that's James chapter 1, and I have read that from the New King James. But I'm going to read it again. Now I'm going to read it from the Amplified. It says, but prove yourself doers of the word actively and continue to obey God's precepts. And merely listen who hears the word but fail to internalize it, meaning dulling yourself by unsound reason contrary to the truth. Okay? And then it says, for, verse 23 says, For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looked very carefully at his natural face in a mirror, but once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. Verse 25, but he who, who looks carefully in the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he will be blessed and favored by God and what he does in his life of obedience. So just us getting to get the get the word, like tonight we're coming on the line here in the Word of Encouragement, it's not just only good enough for us just to hear. We have to apply what we hear. It's no use of you hearing the word, look it up in the scripture, but don't apply it. That means that we have to comply for us to be able to have the favor. That's the obedience. And then the favor of God comes. You have to work the word in the process when you're going through the process of pain. You have to say, the word of God say this, you have to follow through so you can see the result in what God wants for your life. Amen. And the other scripture is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9, and I'm reading that from the NIV. 2 Timothy Chapter 2, verse 9. And it says, For which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not changed. Chained. Repeat it again. Second Timothy, chapter 2, NIV translation, verse 9. For, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal, but God's word is not chained. So even in the midst of like this, this text right here, even though um, Paul, Apostle Paul was chained, the word of God wasn't chained. What is that he's trying to say is in spite of what we may be going through, the word of God is still active. That's what keeps us going. That is what keeps us thrive even in whatever situation or conflict, um, affliction or pain or suffering that you may be occurring right now. The word of God is still alive. It's still, it's still 
resonate. It is still reviving. It's still charging. We could count on it because the word of God is still alive. Amen. The next scripture we're going to go to is Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, NIV. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, and whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it to Put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you, okay? So, therefore, you know, we have to submit to the word of God, for the word of God to work in any situation that you may go, any pain or issue you may, you have to submit to it. You don't submit to it, it can't work. You have to go in it wholeheartedly. One, not forgetting God's power, which is in first James one and twenty five. Two, see how God works indoors and cannot be changed. Second Timothy two and nine. Three, receiving peace, Philippians four and nine. So you find you can't forget God's power. You see how God works indoors and cannot be changed. Then you receive the peace of God. This is how you submit to the word of God. In the process of whatever pain or affliction or, comfort or discomfort you may occur or you facing. Amen? The next one is an internal perceptive of your, of your pain. So in Galatians chapter 1, verse 4, and that's coming from the New King James, Galatians chapter 1, verse 4, in the New King James, it says, Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil age according to the will of our Father, sorry, according to the will of our God and Father. I'm going to repeat that again. Galatians 1, chapter 1, New King James, verse 4. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father? Amen. So, so, Enduring pain and suffering, okay, our father did. The next one we're going to go to is Revelation 21 and 4. Revelation 21 and 4. And I'm going to say in the New King James, Revelation 21 and 4. And it says, 
and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Amen. I'm going to repeat that again. Revelation 21, chapter 21, New King James, verse 4. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Amen. The pain we experience as a natural part of living is a fall. Same, same curse world, but, but a thing of the past for those. But through faith in Christ, we have eternal life. So, like I said when I first started, we're going to go through different things because our flesh is dying. So the discomfort, the, uh, um, the discomfort that we feel is the thing that God is buffing out of us. The, um, the physical um, um, pain moments we have, they're only temporary. They're not permanent. Because God is doing great things within us. And if we focus in on what God is trying to do ahead, those the, 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 that discomfort and that pain you're experiencing, is, is, you're not going to focus on it because you're focusing on what's ahead and not the current. When we focus so much on the current situation, we can't, Pass through what God is trying to get to us. Just like, for example, when Jesus was getting on the cross, he had he had an assignment. He had to focus on what's ahead, not the current situation, because he knew what the Father said. He knew what he had to do. He knew what God called him to do. So he had to focus on the task at hand. And we can't get distracted on what's going on, even though it feels uncomfortable, even though it feels like, we don't know how long we're going to be. We have to trust God. We have to submit to it. We have to know that this situation I'm in has an expiration date. I won't be going through this, this, this for a long time. It has to, this time, this has to go. I'm not going to always be like this. Yes, it may feel like it's going to be forever, but it's not because I have expiration there. I know God is doing something. I know God is maturing me. I know God is growing me to a better place. I know he has more for me. This is just a part of my process. Amen. Having a turning perceptive help us to find, help us to be able to entune the pain or the issue that you may be facing in your life. The pain we endure today is temporary but the joy we will experience in the future is eternal to eternity. Yes, Jesus paid the penalty for sin and broke the power over us, but sin remained until his triumph returned. You know, and that was talked about in Galatians 1 and 4. This day comes where God's glory will be glorified. So when we go into our process and pain, is that we also sharing in the glory of God. You know, you, don't, you think about um, Romans 8, when you talk about, if you suffer with me, you should reign with me. 
You know what I mean? We can't expect to say we children of God and not go through. Yes, God went through, but it doesn't, doesn't mean that we don't exempt from going through either. We're going to go through, saints. We have to go through, saints. Because we're 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 walking with the Lord. We we're becoming new creatures. We're becoming renewed. We're becoming set free. We're being changed in Christ. So you gotta trust God through it. And like I said earlier, we're not going through it by ourselves. God is with you through the process. God is giving you the strength. He's there. He's He's guarding you. He He sent His angels to be there to help you through it. Yes, it may feel like. It's unbearable, but it's a process. Amen. Your pain is used by God for your good and his glory. So meaning that even through the process, there's victory in your pain. Your trials and tribulations, they birth out messages and different things. There's, there's, there's different things that God wants to do and use you for, for the people around you, your family, for the, for the glory of God to be beside in you. Because remember, we, we love to say, oh, to God be the glory. But it's the glory of God that's getting, he's getting the glory within you. So why are you going through whatever you may be facing right now? That's a part of the process that God is getting his glory through you. So when a man or woman of God or individual see you, they can see the glory of God. Some of us, you know, we don't like to say, oh, I'm going through or I have a I'm going through some pain because we don't want, oh, people to feel sorry. Oh, oh, I don't want them to just sit on my business. Oh, I'm going to just do it by my, I'm going to just keep it to myself. No, some things God wants you to be able to people to see. He wants to show people the evidence. There's things that when we asking God to use us for his glory, you don't know how he's going to use it. You say, I'm just going to be a willing vessel for his glory. And it may be the pain that you may be experiencing is only temporary, but it shows individuals that, yes, there is a God. I know this individual been through this, but look what God did. Some people have to see evidence. We read the Bible. Some people have to see signs of miracles. Some people didn't have to. But they, they trusted God when they seen, just like Thomas the daughter, he had to see the nail in Jesus said he had to because he still did not believe. Sometimes the things that we're going through is not for us, but it's for the people that we're going to come across or the people that surround us. They have to see God. There is victory in our pain. And God don't waste our pain. No matter what the situation may be, God will get his glory. We, there's another part, another story in the Bible when Stephen was getting stoned. But what comes out of a Stephen stoning? Apostle Paul. Yes, he was being stoned, but God still kept him. Hey, in the process of his pain, it was changed to victory because another soul. God was able to use Apostle Paul, you know what I mean, and be able to do great and mighty things. The pain was in Lord said, yes, uh, um, Stephen, Stephen may have been stoned and been gone, but God did not waste that because another soul. So when we sacrificing or we going through things, it's not about us. It's about what God wants to get through us. 
This is why we, we go, for, go through it temporary so God can do the work that he needs to do through us. If we say we're going to um, share the glory of God, the glory of God is pain. Then when we, when I have people say, oh, the glory, the glory, the glory. The glory comes with pain. Because God is the one that's getting the glory through. You're not getting glory. It's about God's glory, not your glory. And now people can see the, 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 the miracles of God. And it's temporary when you allow God to use you for his glory. And you carry it humbly, gracefully for his will to be done in whoever lives you want to use. When you say yes to God, you say yes to God. Amen? In, his, in, 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 the, in the pain, you see God display his authority, his power, his goodness, his sovereignty. He refines your character. He teaches you as his children. He uses you, your child and those witness to suppress the joy of being a Christian, being, being with Christ. God, God choose, God choose, God clothes those who are broken. He choose the brokenhearted. God do miracles and signs in all his vessels. Every last one of us, God sees something in us and say, oh, I want to use this. I want to use her. I want to use him. I want to use my, I want to show my glory. It may be to other people, the natural eye is like, what can you do with this? And God said, I see beauty in this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this around. It may look like a mess, and God said, I'm going to make this into something beauty. Take your mess into beauty. He don't waste pain. He doesn't waste pain. So what am I trying to say? In First Peter chapter 5, verse 10, but, but the God of all grace who called us to be, to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you, after you have suffered a while, perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you. He will, is perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you. After you have suffered a while. Second Corinthians 4 and 17, 18. For our light affliction, which are which is but for a moment is working for us as far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which we are seeing, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are what temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. First Corinthians fifteen. Verse 56 and 52, 58, it says, The sting of death is sin, and strengthen of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, may beloved brethren be steadfast, unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen? 
Then we have Isaiah 43 and 2. When you pass through the waters, be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame snort you. Amen. And I go back to say, the pain that changed into victory. The pain that changed into victory. My pain has purpose. God does not waste pain. And I'll just share this before I close out and I'm close out. I remember when I was having my son and I found out I was pregnant with my son and I didn't find out I wasn't pregnant with my son until I was like six going to seven months. Because I had my son at a younger age. I was about 14 to 15. And um, I was in school still during, I think, and I was just sharing this story recently with my sister. God was bringing me back to some things that I was thinking about. And before I found I was pregnant, I was fighting, you know. Um, I was fighting a group of people. It was like four or six people. They tried to jump me. I was pregnant. I even know I was pregnant. And I was fighting, you know, and stuff like that. And I was in high school, junior high school at that time. Um, and um, so when I found out I was pregnant, because, you know, when I would get out of school, I would go to sleep. I would come home from school, and I would fall asleep. And my mom used to be like, what's going on? Why are you always sleep when you get home from school? And I, I didn't, I was like, I'm just tired. Then after eventually my stomach started growing, it started showing that I was pregnant. So um, now, mind you, I'm 14, going to 15, having a kid. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> And um, so the, the, I went to the doctor appointment, fast forward, I went to the doctor appointment to get a checkup, and the doctor said to me, you're going to have the baby. I'm like, what in the world is going on? So all this pain came on. You know, my son's father was there at that time, and all this pain was going on, and at that time the doctors choose to go on lunch break when I'm having contractions. And Never knew what contraction was. I'm a kid, baby having a baby. Oh my God! And all this stuff started coming out. You know, the 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 the, the, um, the uh, mucus cord and everything coming and everything. And I'm having these pains up and down, pains up and down coming. I'm like, oh, one minute I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm like, oh, I'm in pain. I can't barely. Uh, I'm gonna die. Like, you know, I was like just over like all this. Finally, the doctors came and stuff in the room, and they was like, oh, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. I want to get this thing out. I want to get this thing out. And I was so much in pain. I was like, oh, my God. I feel like I couldn't breathe. I didn't know if I was going to live. And the lady, the, I remember they say, hold on, hold on. We're trying to put them on. I said, I can't hold on. I want to get this thing out. I don't want to get this thing out of me. And, and um, finally, they say, push. I was ready, like, push. And, like, the lady was like, hold on, don't push too much. I was like, I'm going to get this thing out. It's right there. You know, like, and I finally pushed. And I, it was like a release. Ah, you know, and my son, you know, he cried and stuff. Once it was out of me, there was no more pain. I just, it was like my, my whole purpose was to focus on what needed to come out. And the joy that I had seen my son, all the other stuff that gone, I didn't even think about him. Because when I seen him, 
all that pain subsided, and I was able to carry my child. It was worth it of what I went through. It was worth it of all that I had to go through just to see him, just to carry him, just to hold him. It didn't matter how many stitches and how many things I had to go through in the process because once I carried him, I had joy. So what am I trying to say to you, men and women of God? The pain that changed into victory, I don't know what you may be experiencing, coming out, going to, or in between, but in, in the pain, there is change, is victory. There's, there's victory in your pain. God doesn't waste anything that you are experiencing right now. It's all going to work out for his good. Amen. Thank you all. May God bless you.